0: Through. Open your mind. Open your mind. I can
1: teach you how to do it. I know how to do it. The inner machinations of my mind are an enigma. 2020. Welcome
0: back, Yash. Oh, man, Good I'm to be so back. excited this year. I'm excited this year. It's going to be a big year for us.
1: Uh, Both of us. I mean,
0: e- just even looking back on last year. Last year was pretty epic. Uh, and then we just, I mean, we started this podcast. It's, it, I mean, it hasn't even been a year yet. I think we started in March, I think, last year. Did we? Yeah, I think it was March when we launched officially with this podcast. So, huh, cool. Yeah, yeah, so it hasn't been officially a year yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm just blown away by... Where I've come from, like, the mm-hmm. beginning of 2019, I'm sure, like, you feel the same way because oh, yeah. I, I feel like you're, you know, not a different person, like, you know, the core of who you are, but yeah. where where you were and where you are now. Oh, I yeah. think that we both had a big year in growth and just what oh, we're yeah. doing. 20,
1: 2019 was a huge year. uh Becoming an adult. Yes. I adulterized myself in 2019. (laughs) I'm an adulterer. (laughs) (laughs) Not like that, folks.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, I mean, looking back on 2019, uh, what would you say was like the biggest uh, realization or like epiphany, aha moment? Um I know it's kind of a tough question. That is a tough one. I mean, Um, I was kind of like mulling it over and my biggest thing uh, for me was just 2019. um, I was at, I was working for a company and I was just unfulfilled, unchallenged um, and I I thought I was underpaid as well. So, uh, and then I just finally just did the work and set out some goals and just, just did it and like now I'm, I'm completely filled in that fulfilled in that realm i got some side businesses that i'm looking to kick off you as well mm-hmm. uh, we have this podcast which i'm really proud of because we're still going at we're it still- <laughs> oh, man. so yeah. Uh, yeah um i don't
1: think i had a moment like that in 2019 for me 2019 like it was it was the year of weddings i had eight weddings this year Damn. last year right so two of my brothers got married a bunch of my friends a lot of family friends got married um, but the biggest one was my brother getting married. Both brothers getting married. Like that was like eye-opening to me.
0: Yeah, because it's a whole week for each one of them. <laughs> yeah,
1: that and it was just like crap, we're no longer children, we're grown-ass men, like we have wives now. And like, like they're one of them's like about to buy a house, and so it's like a it's it's that leap into adulthood and that new chapter of life. So I mean, for me, it it wasn't directly my life that went into that phase, but I got to kind of see it from the side court view if you will yeah uh and it was really an eye-opening for me but it wasn't like oh I had the epiphany like no 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 um mm-hmm. 2019 like we decided to launch our fitness company and so I left my previous company for that and um I don't think it was really an eye-opening moment it was just something I like Let's go do this. I want this. Let's go get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just hungry, I guess. I just wanted it. Yeah. So I think that was the big thing for me in 2019.
0: Yeah. So I would relate to that because 2019, uh, towards the end of it, there was a, a massive period, I'd say about a year even before that, but in uh, probably October of last year, I was finally just like, okay, this is what I want to create. This is what I want to go after. This is what I want to build. And I feel like I can make... Uh, a a living off that, if not where I'm at now. So that was my big aha moment. And then also, you know, really becoming a provider uh, for this little family that I have um, already. So then extending that into next year, I think for me, I'm the oldest child. So then you got to look at it as being you know, you're the youngest. I'm right? the youngest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you're the baby, so you get to see your <laughs> brothers and all that stuff, and you're just oh, yeah. like, oh, okay. Like, everybody's looking at you like, hey, when's going to happen? That is yeah. exactly what happened, actually. <laughs> exactly. Literally, after
1: Sam's wedding, everyone kind of just looked at me like they're all their heads is turned after the priest said, husband, wife. They just looked at me I'm like, oh, shit. And it was weird because my girlfriend was sitting right next to me. I was like, oh. Uh. I didn't want to, like, look at them. So I looked the other way. Dude. <laughs> no, no, like,
0: last year it came on hard, but then. Like my cousin got married mm-hmm. and you know, I was there with uh, Aubrey and you know, with my girlfriend Yeah, and we're sitting there and her name is Brittany. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he like doesn't say it enough. I don't know why. Okay. Brittany. <laughs> uh, she's going to appreciate that. Um, anyways. So Shout out Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're sitting there and then my, my whole family is just looking at her just like, Hey Josh, so when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? I'm just like, yo pump your brakes like I'm, I'm just chilling i'm feeling myself like don't even worry about it <laughs> and uh you know that's about to change in about a month so i mean mm-hmm. it, life comes at you
1: quick <laughs> congratulations senor uh thank you thank you okay, you know cool cool yeah. okay, so so what's going on man what are we talking about tonight yeah so today i guess we'll get
0: right into it since we're talking so much about 2019 um i always want to reflect on the year before i think it's always a great exercise for people to do yep um obviously other people are doing that as well and then 2020 I think a lot of people are so excited they're just like yeah you know 2020 is gonna be my year you know what f 2019 fuck all that mess like and I just want to make sure that uh, everybody's equipped with the right tools and uh, want to give some tips uh, anecdotal um, stories all that stuff in my experience and uh, I think we can kind of bounce ideas off yeah let's do it yeah, so, yeah, go. um, yeah resolutions, uh, goals, all that all that good stuff. So, I think the biggest and most popular thing that people experience in the uh, start of a new year is like, hey, what's my resolution? What am I going to, you know, yep. I, I feel, because since I uh, went to Catholic high school, like, right. I mean, it's like, um, uh, was it Lent? You're giving up something for Lent. So, you're just like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so it's like, that's I'm going to give something that's up, that's up that's for a month. month. So, I think that's what resolutions are, and mm-hmm. I I'm kind of... You know, people just like, oh, I'm going to work out more. And I think it's just this pie in the sky that people just kind of say to make themselves feel better. Right. But then they don't really follow through. So yeah. uh, w- what's your opinion on resolutions?
1: Uh, I've actually, I actually don't set up resolutions because like you, I don't believe they last very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my mind, if you have a resolution, it should last forever. So I never really try to be like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Nah. Um I don't know. I just don't do resolutions. I just don't believe them because like you said, everyone kind of like drops them after a couple weeks or about a month. Everyone like forgets them or just doesn't do them. Yeah. And then the one person who does is kind of like strange and everyone kind of looks at them like, oh, you're still doing the resolution. Why? Uh-huh. But like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's like we see that all the time, right? Like in Friends, right? Ross with the leather pants. Like, come on now. Like no one's going to walk around with leather pants like that. like for their new year's resolution not in Southern California when it's 80 degrees outside sorry that's not gonna happen and there's a lot of chafing involved like
0: summer months like come on right (laughs) but um not that I I know from experience at all
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah I don't set resolutions I don't really believe them I just kind of set miniature goals um it kind of puts me on the track where I want to be um because I always have goals and I always set targets, whether it's beginning of the year, whatever, it's like for this new business, for example, I have goals and deadlines and all that. So I set miniature targets and deadlines. And I guess in that regards, they'd be similar to what someone else would say as a resolution.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And uh, well, like walk us through your process, I guess, if, if it's the beginning of the year. Like, yeah. um, do you already have goals that are on
1: the board? Uh, yeah, the, know, goals, <laughs> the goals haven't changed. Goals haven't changed. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, New Year's is like another day to me. It's like, oh, that's another day. Keep going. Still move at 120 miles per hour. Get your work done.
0: Well, walk us through the process. Like, how how do you, I guess, from scratch, if you had no goals right now, like, how would you approach your process of
1: uh, Um, making something happen? Making something happen. All right. So, basically, I look at what is the end goal? What's the result? What do I want to get done? Mm -hmm. And then I break it down. How do I get there? Right? Uh, So, for example, if it's the new gym business, right? We want to open. Well, what do I need to do to get there? Well, I got to, you know, get the construction finished. I got to line up employees. I got to set up digital marketing, direct marketing. And then I break it down from there. What do I have to do with those guys? What do I have to do with this? Who, who, which vendor do I have to contact to get supplies and all that stuff? And I just write it all down. And then I just kind of break it down. Like, all right, well, this, this, and this is working now. They need another two days of process. Now let's hit this part. And I just keep going back and forth. And I just kind of go through the list of everything that needs to get done. Um, When it's for like personal or family stuff, you know, it's, it's, you know, if it's someone's wedding, for example, like last year uh, for my brother's wedding, um, his wedding was in February. So like, it wasn't like a resolution, get my brother married, but like, Mm -hmm. it's all the stuff we had to get ready. So it's, you know, like I said, I'm a to-do list kind of guy. I always like (laughs) write those down. Like in my office right now, there's a list of things to do for the week. And I just get them all done. Like, I just go through it every day. Do
0: you have papers, like, just like everywhere? Like, yes. Not everywhere,
1: but all over my table, there's like crap. So, it's so so semi organized. (laughs) Yeah. It's semi organized to an extent where I know personally where everything else is, but if someone else looked at it, they'd be like, why is there so much junk everywhere? I'm yeah, fresh. I'm like yeah. yeah. I, I I know the. I know bit. where it is. Yeah, I know the madness I, exactly.
0: <laughs> and, and that's probably the the hardest part with managing. And I know that you're just like running at mile a minute or mile hundred miles an hour. Yeah, mile a minute. <laughs> Not going sixty minutes. Yeah, I mean that's still, yeah that's that's still you know <laughs> quite impressive. Um, but your mind is always racing, thinking about new things and you know yeah. what you want to achieve, right? Oh, yeah. So, um, when I am going through uh, all that, I need to write it down somewhere because mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> it's not a lack of focus. It's more of, I need to write this down so I can revisit it at a time where I can actually focus on um, or devote resources to this idea. Right. So mm-hmm. um, that'll come into like to do's, uh, mm-hmm. business ideas, like stuff I need to learn, um, all that stuff. So uh, to give you an idea of what my process is as far as uh, creating goals. Uh, is um, I do have a couple aids that I use in order to collect everything and keep me moving forward. So one of those is is a journal. That's okay. the simplest form that you can have. And I have found that the <clears throat> process of writing down uh, my goals is incredibly powerful. And I think that breaking those up into... Um, I guess, time-based, uh, I do it quarterly. So every three months I have, you know, set three goals that mm-hmm. I want to go to. So I make it super simple and I follow the the SMART method of goal setting, right? Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, SMART, so that's an acronym for specific, measurable, achievable, um, uh, man, I should know this, um, <laughs> reachable and uh, time-based. I believe that's, I think I got that right. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Two of them are the
1: same thing. Achievable Wait, and reachable? Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, like, just, because it's, it's, I thought of that too. I was like, wouldn't the R be reachable, but that'd be the same as achievable? So. Yeah, realistic. Realistic. Yeah, realistic. Yeah. Okay, that R makes more realistic. sense. Yeah, so, it's, <laughs> so specific, measurable, attainable,
0: realistic, and time-bound. So okay. um, what this means is that when you're approaching uh, something that you want to um, accomplish, uh, my process is I give myself three months to... Uh, complete three different goals. So I make it completely simple. Mm-hmm. So I always remember three things. So three goals and then three months in order to achieve them. And then from those three goals, I break it out into three, I guess, progress, um, small wins, I guess you could say. So if I reach that s- secondary goal, um, I can be proud of myself and give myself a pat on the back. So to for an example, if I wanted to lose... 30 pounds, I mean, that's kind of um, aggressive, but 30 pounds in three months. That's doable. It is doable, but it's pretty aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, for a lot of, um, you know, weight loss stuff. So anyways, so then I have those three goals where it's just like, all right, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in the first four weeks, another 10 pounds in the next, you know, in eight weeks. Mm -hmm. So 20 pounds in eight weeks. And then obviously, then you have the third goal. Yeah. So that's where you're getting very specific with either the target of how many pounds you're losing or inches off your waist or Mm -hmm. things like that and then it's something that is achievable because two pounds uh two pounds a week is usually the safe way to reduce weight without having you know all the excess skin and all that stuff that's what
1: usually my rate is too yeah
0: so it's it's uh achievable and then um you know you have the three months to actually um get it done so Yeah. yeah i think
1: Writing them down is a very, very powerful exercise. Okay. So I, did, I didn't mention this before, but with like for work stuff, for example, for the gym, I actually link a lot of my tasks together. So it's like a domino effect. Do you do that with yours? So like where you do one thing and it kind of leads into the other and then you're constantly working through everything. So it, it gets all done simultaneously where like it's one after the other. Yeah.
0: So you draw out the steps and then yeah. you're just like, all right, one after the other. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I have a similar process and yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Cool.
1: cool. So I started, I was doing that today, actually. So I was working on uh, some of the API software and I was like, oh, do this for this, like like staff member and then do this and this and this. I'm like, oh, okay. And then then literally in an hour, I had, I think all four of us done within the hour. And then I had, um, I already wrote, I repolished the policies, like legal policy, privacy, liability, everything. And then just forwarded everything over to my lawyer. They forwarded back by within two hours, I had everything done. And I was like, my mom was kind of looking at me and my dad was like, so you're done with work today? I'm like, yeah, it's only two o'clock and I'm done. That was incredibly efficient. <laughs> yeah. I was up at seven. I was just, I didn't even come down for breakfast today. I was just like, no, I'm just going to
0: keep working through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to get it done. And, oh, yeah. Um, that leads me to another uh, tip that allows me to at least make a lot of successful days kind of intertwined so I can have successful months that'll mm-hmm. lead to successful quarters. Mm-hmm obviously a successful year is to wake up and do the most or the hardest or the most difficult tasks first, Mm -hmm. get that over with early and stop putting it off and procrastinating because that was a favorite of mine in college. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and, and now today I feel that that drives so much more of like not just success, but like efficiency when you're getting through your day Yeah. and it may take you five hours to get that done. But afterwards Mm. you're just like, damn, I can just like coast for the rest of the day instead of taking, you know, four hours just to get started on it. Then you have that five hour day became nine. So, um, yeah, I think that's, um, you know, a couple other things that, uh, yeah, just eat that frog as, as they say in most of the success books. (laughs) Exactly. You just got to
1: power through and get it done. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man.
0: Yeah. So where, where would you say? Do you have a, a particular like uh, mentor or uh, somebody that you follow that uh, you kind of take or try to emulate um, um, your work style
1: off of? That's hard because I have a lot of mentors, uh, but no one specifically that I emulate my works like my work ethic off of. Um, but I mean, the closest person would probably be my dad because he's usually up at six a.m. every day working. Mm. Uh, and because he works at different time zones in different countries, so it, he's constantly working. And then, like, he'll be, for some reason, he'll be, like, sitting on the couch, chilling, watching TV at 1, and then, like, the market's open somewhere else, so he's up and working over there. So, like, he doesn't really have a set schedule, per se, but when I see him move, it's like, that's, that's that work ethic. Like, whatever the time is, you take the call. And mm-hmm. you get to work. Yeah. And so, I mean, granted, he just has to go into his office, which is downstairs, but I was just like... It's, it's incredible to see him do that because like when he, before he ran into, you know, the purchasing business and furniture and all that stuff, he sort of run our hardware store and he'd be up every day and it'd be like nine to five, that kind of, or seven to seven kind of situation. And when he changed career paths, it was really, really awesome to see him be like, I'm going to be up at 4 a.m. and I'm not going to finish working until 4 p.m. Because I have to hit three different markets and three different time zones and talk to three different clients at the same time. Mm. And no one else is going to do this for our company. And this is my company. So I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm kind of starting my own company right now. And he's kind of, he's not really like leaving me to do it on my own. He's kind of like guiding me to do something similar where it's like, hey, this is your baby. You go and do it. Like, we're not going to help you to this extent. Yeah. You have to do this on your own. Yeah. And so it's, like, a lot of the times where it's, like, I think I'm starting to bug him or irritate him because, like, I'll give him the report of, like, like what's going on and be, like, he'll just sit there and look at me, like, I don't need to know this. I just don't yeah. care. I'm, like, but you this you should yours. know. Like, this <laughs> is part of the company you own. He's, like, yeah, but this is your baby. You handle it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, just make sure it's done correctly. I'm, like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll just go to my, go to my like, little desk and work hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's where a lot of growth, like, I think... Oh, yeah. I mean, I always surprise myself sometimes uh just stepping up either to a new challenge or um you know being in that environment where it's just like baptism by fire or sink mm-hmm. you know sink or die or you know swim or die or, oh yeah i mean
1: this past year i learned i had to learn how to do marketing direct marketing digital marketing uh product research product development customer relations api software programming coding which is roughly the same thing uh, and it was like, out of all of that stuff was out of my wheelhouse. I come from a healthcare background. Mm-hmm. I literally know how to treat people. Mm-hmm. And yet I had to learn all of this other stuff and people are like, Oh, do you know what you're doing? I'm like, no, I don't. I have to learn how to do that first before I go and do it. Yeah. And so, you know, seeing my dad basically do that almost 10 years ago when he started his businesses, it's kind of like, or not 10, about 10 years ago, maybe more than 10 years ago. It was just opening, And it's like, I've started to realize shit i'm doing the same thing yeah like he started off nowhere and with a oops with a couple friends and look where he is now and i'm like looking to myself and i'm like i'm not in the same boat but i'm on the same channel of the river i can see where he's going and what he did mm-hmm. and it's just it's inspiring to be honest it's really inspiring to see someone do that who's related to you that's not a celebrity or like a billionaire or some fancy CEO that no one ever sees in real life. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a really inspiring kind of thing to see.
0: Yeah. And it's encouraging because you're on your own, um, path and you're trying to be six succe- or make something and be successful in mm-hmm. your own right. And, um, what would, was there ever a time where you felt like especially stuck and did you have any, what did you do to, in order to get out of that rut?
1: Oh yeah, so um, it took us the longest time to find a location for our, our first gym that we're trying to open. Um, and I hit a lot of dead ends. I mean, a lot of them where was like, I'd be talking to a broker, then the owner's rep, and then I'd put, I'd put in a bid and then it didn't work out. And then they'd be like, oh, we have another property, which turned out to be great. The demographics were there and everything kind of lined up. And then a month went by going back and forth between the broker and the owner's rep. And it's just like, they didn't want to make us the deal. And then it was a six month process. Mm-hmm. And then once we found the right spot, which was roughly in July, uh, we didn't sign our lease until August because we kept negotiating back and forth because Mm -hmm. there was so much little detail we had to iron out. Oh yeah. And so for me, it's like you said, I, I, I run at a hundred miles an hour Mm -hmm. and, um, for me, it it gets really frustrating when things aren't moving fast enough or it's like stupid delays. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I, if frustrates the hell out of me but over the course of this past year i've learned to really manage it correctly um i don't get like angry at people i just don't yell i don't call them stupid anymore though they are (laughs) Um, and i don't get mad at them like like there are people i know i could yell at them today right now in this moment be like you are literally slowing me down i mean you yell at me (laughs) like i yell at you all the time but like 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 my parents are kind of like oh why isn't this getting done why why am not you move faster why isn't this open or why isn't this getting done quick i'm like listen you know everyone's kind of working on their own thing they have other things on their plates it's just the way it is like you can't like you can't help it they're busy doing other things they run businesses themselves so you have to kind of just go with the flow and i think my parents are kind of like waiting for me to like burst or like explode because of my frustration but like i said i've been handling it really well i've partly because I meditate more than anything nowadays. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's like, you just have to be understanding because this is business. And if you're trying to create the right culture, you have to exemplify that culture first.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And so you would probably say like you also learned, not, not just a skill, but like kind of developed a... A as a
1: person, I think I've grown a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I have. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the challenges that allow you to um, move to the next step and maybe a requirement because you're be, going to be managing people yeah. um, and also customers. You're going to oh, have a yeah. lot of customers up in there as oh, well. Yeah. I mean, so. when I used
1: to manage teams in healthcare, um, I had a solid team. I built a really good team that could basically do anything uh, that was necessary of us. And we just dominated um you know this is a different industry so the teams are going to be a little bit different and you know everyone I've interviewed and every everyone I've kind of extended the contract out to you of like listen we're going to build a team I, I might be your captain but we are a team here and that's the culture I'm going to create and if it's anything less than that you tell me and I will I'll just fix it mm-hmm. we'll be back to a team everyone I just need to hear everyone's perspective because we're going to do this as a team and I think like, I try to explain that to my, my dad and my brother, who are my partners in my business. And they were like, okay, good. And they, just, I kind of see their eyes glaze over a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, Yasha's just going to say this. And then it'll change once it opens. But I don't think they've ever seen me run a team properly, like I did in healthcare, mm-hmm. where I built that team up from the ground up because there was no team before. Um, but that's my best environment. That's my best... Where I do my best work is when I'm in a team. And I have enough people in enough areas... Where I don't have to micromanage them, but they like if they say something is done, then I'm moving forward knowing, hey, I'm considering that's done and it's correct. We can move forward with whatever you're working on. And the people I've interviewed in extended contracts, they love that fact. Because I'm basically saying, hey, I trust you to get this shit done. Mm-hmm. Let's get it done. Let's get make forward and let's go make some money. Yeah. So I think, you know, for me to say that and give that person basically who is essentially a stranger or employee who I haven't really spent that much time with that level of trust. I think that's growth for me because before I would be like, no, I'm just going to do it myself, mm-hmm. but I can't do that. I have to delegate. Yeah. That's a big
0: lesson. Uh, that's something that I've learned because I'm more of a, a solo operator, even though oh, yeah. um, I've, I've I, I I've always just, had teammates. Like I like oh, yeah. playing with like on teams and all that stuff and working with them. Right. But I always feel like, all right, give me the ball. Like I'm oh, going to yeah. do my Kobe shit. Like mm-hmm. I don't need anybody else on the floor. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a, something you need to develop. Um, but yeah, we, it, I think it's the worst and most discouraging thing is when you're not seeing results for your efforts. So you're, exactly. you change something in your routine. Um, you know, you're getting up. And, you know, you're just doing, go to work and you're getting there early. Just like, all right, you know, like getting here early. I need to see my sales performance go up, but you're not seeing it. Um, I think that's just the biggest hit to motivate or or not even motivation, just like the momentum Mm -hmm. of, of
1: keeping forward. So, Mm -hmm. um, it's the mentality. I don't think it's the momentum. It's most, it's uh, mentality mentality. to keep moving yourself forward with that mentality. And you will. You will move forward if you have that. Hey, we are gonna work as a team here. We're gonna delegate. I've got support and we're gonna move forward as one. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when you do that, you're gonna win. Yeah. Um, I've just never seen it not win. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Because I, I've been that, I've had that solo mentality when I was in grad school. Uh, I used to run student organizations and a student association for our master's program. And basically, the team that was elected through the, like the vote, if you a yeah. student vote, I mean, they didn't do shit. It was basically me on my back doing everything mm-hmm. like me setting up tailgates, right? Because it was a student organization. We did SC tailgates for the our program. Yeah, It'd be me waking up 5am, going down to the grounds, get a good spot, pick up the supplies, set up the camp and the entire tailgate. And then people would show up, then we leave. And then it's like me and one other person cleaning up, putting everything in my car. By the way, I don't drive an SUV. I drive a sedan. So putting all of that stuff in my car, and then to go watch the game, and I get there at the second quarter. Yeah, that's so really frustrating. It is frustrating. Yeah. And I had a lot of resistance, and it was just like, why am I even doing this? Mm-hmm. But once I left, and I, I got onto a real team, and I, I got control, and I was just like, of myself, just to like calm myself down. Be like, hey, listen, take a step back, see where everyone's coming from, and then really, really attack it all together um i got to really experience that in my career in healthcare, and that's where i really kind of blossomed into that team mentality Mm -hmm. um and i've always i always think i've had it before but it's just when i was in grad school in that one specific situation for those two years uh i just didn't have the right team around me and they just didn't want to do the work and it's like well we got elected to go do all this stuff for the students and no one wants to do the work it's like well then why are you here yeah and so i just felt like it was all dumped on me but when i left that even before, when I was in college, I never had that. Everyone wanted to work together. Everyone wanted to be the team. So I think if you know that you have people around you that want to become that team, and they have that same mind-thought process, and you want to be that team, then you will become that team, and you will do things as a team. Mm-hmm. But if there's someone out there, or a couple people are like, oh, no, we don't want to do it, just leave it. And they're just they're just still there, even though they were chosen with this to do this whatever you're doing, and given that responsibility, then they just don't do it. You don't want to fail yourself, so you're going to have to pick up the slack. That's going to drag you down.
0: Yeah, they're dead weight. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, and your your point on mentality is so huge when you're going after something that you want to achieve because first, you're looking up at the target and you're looking at it as like, okay. Because um, most broad-scale goals, you're looking at, all right, this is, this is me self-actualized. This mm-hmm. is how I'm going to do it. And then you got to look at those bite-sized successes in order to have that momentum to keep going up. And you said, um, it's not just momentum. It's just the mentality that like, this is where I'm going to go. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. But then you brought up the importance of community or team. Yeah. Now I think that, uh, you know, I haven't really thought of that because like I said, I'm sole operator and for so many people, I think community is powerful because, you know, for weight loss, AA meetings, um, you know, trying to overcome, uh, you know, smoking, you know, quit smoking, all that mm-hmm. stuff. They have all these forums and communities in order to help people yep. drive through all their doubts. Yeah. And even just talking to somebody is is extra powerful. So, oh, yeah, um, I think, yeah, mentality and the fact that you don't have to do it alone because there's so many other people that are doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think as entrepreneurs... That's a big area where there's so much uncertainty and a lot of businesses are born when they get fired, right? Oh, like yeah. Where financial security is like, you don't know how you're going to feed your family and, you know, <laughs> and, uh, exacerbating that as as far as like, okay, now I'm going to start a business mm-hmm. and pour this money that I don't have into something that might not work. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, mentality is 100%. Like, you have to be fearless and
1: have I call a it. I call it the Mamba Plus mentality. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> because Mamba mentality is like, I remember when he was playing, like, he was a team player to an extent, and then people used to call him Vog, whatever. Kobe Bryant is still my greatest player, my favorite player of all time, but that mentality he had, right, the Mamba mentality, mm-hmm. the Mamba Plus mentality is just the team version of that, right? Instead of thinking, I got to kill this, I got to go do this, I got to work as hard as I can, I got to achieve this, and I hit this goal, and da, da, da instead of saying i i i me 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 it's we 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 us 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 they 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 and that's how i changed it and that's the difference
0: between you know great players and great leaders like yeah. i mean the that is a very uh you know just it's a great skill to have is be able to motivate people in order to have that same goal in order oh, yeah. to achieve so like oh. yeah you get a lot more done with more people
1: and it, it back to what you were saying about you know making sure you have you know the ability to put food on your table and feed your family all stuff. When I work with my teams and like, for example, like when we open the fitness company, uh, the uh, cardio house, when we officially opened, you know the front desk team, I've already picked out who I wanted. We're already talking. We're already on a group chat. I think of it like that. How do I have to keep my business open to put food on their tables? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got that same thought process from uh, inside the mind of Bill Gates. Right. When he yeah. first started Microsoft, he was calling bank, his accountant and his banker. How much money do I have in the bank? Do I have enough to pay my people so that they can put food on their tables? Do I have enough to pay my employees? Mm-hmm. I don't care what, what, how much money we're making. Do I have enough in the account right now to pay everyone I, I, I work with? Mm-hmm. That's my mentality. As long as I can help them, they're going to help me. Yeah. I got to do my job, which is making them money, which is ultimately going to make me money. Mm-hmm. If I can make sure they're safe and secure and they're happy where they are, they're going to do great things. That's going to help me. That's how I see it. That's that team mentality. And I know it sounds a little selfish, like, oh, help them so they can ultimately help you. But that is teamwork, right? Because if you go into their perspective, you flip the roles, they're thinking the same way. If, if the boss is helping me succeed in my job, I'm going to help him do well. Because my success ultimately reflects his, right? Exactly. And I mean, saying
0: that that's selfish at all isn't, I mean, that's the whole reason you have a business, right? You have people that are talented in their areas Mm -hmm. and either an entrepreneur is going to do it on his own or they're going to go in-house and first either help somebody else achieve their goals, gain some experience and do it on their own kind of like what we're doing <laughs> that we've done. So um, yeah. yeah, it's not selfish. It's just like, it's straight off. Like oh, yeah. monetarily, like I give you money in order to help me achieve my goal and it's not like you're indebted to it no but see
1: that's the thing you're not just giving them money you're giving them experience you're giving them practice of what their trade skill is and Mm -hmm. development of those trade skills right so even if they do quit and leave your job at least they can say oh i worked for so and so for so many months i learned this 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 and that i can do this this and this and that now because i have that experience Here's my portfolio. This is the work you can see. This is how I did it. And this is how it was effective. Yeah. Right.
0: And there are selfish ways where it's like, all right, I'm going to pay them the, the least amount of money. I'm going to work them to death. I'm not exactly. going to give them any other skills other yeah. than what they're doing. I'm not going to give them any say in what we're doing here. So that's where you come to a wall where it's like, there's people that can't operate in that, in that yeah, box. Exactly. Like some people, you know, they are completely fine. Just going to work, doing their mm-hmm. job, coming home, having a happy life. Oh yeah. But it is the entrepreneur's nightmare. If they, if they have to work <laughs> for somebody else, not to have some say in what they're, they're working on. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So I
1: mean the, the entire team, the front test team that I put together, uh, I think they're phenomenal. Like I, I even told them when I was interviewing, like, listen, we have a great rapport, you know, we've gone back and forth. Uh, I can see you growing with us. We're going to grow a company anyway, grow with us. You know, there is opportunity here. You know, you can do more than what is pers- like said here, right? But we have to create the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people who I interviewed and I talked to, they, they found that really interesting because it's like, oh, this guy is asking me to do a job for basically a little above minimum wage and basically, basically just be a receptionist. But yet he's, you know, paying me a little bit more and he's asking me to do these other responsibilities, but he's also asking me, what do I think? Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Very the, important. The ability to contribute to an idea or a concept or, or a brand means something. Mm-hmm. Because if the brand takes off, then you can say, oh, well, I actually contributed. Yeah. And people take I massive pride to, in it. Yeah. I want them to contribute. Mm-hmm. They should be, they should have pride when they come work for us. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be happy. They should be excited. They should be wanting to come work for us. And that's the culture we want to create. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a lot of businesses kind of leave that to the side. They're like, oh no, just pay. When these mom and pop businesses open, they don't really create that culture. And I think a lot of startups, I mean, in the tech industry, they claim that, oh, all these tech companies have those kind of, let's do these awesome things together culture. But it's really not the case. Mm-hmm. They just go there, sit behind a screen, knock it out, and go home, right? We don't want to be like that. We're not a tech company, but we don't want to be like that either, where you kind of just do your job and leave. We want to be interactive with you. We want to be engaged with you. And so I think for, you know, my team right now, they're really happy. They want to be with us. They want to work with us. Um, And they can see this is going to be an amazing opportunity. So they're actually motivated to do what we need to do to get to where we have to get to. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I told them before, it's, it's a team effort. We don't succeed unless we all succeed. Period. Yeah. And I think they all kind of responded really well to that. So it's nice.
0: Cool. Yeah. So uh, we talked about what motivates people and what makes them contribute to a part of a team. But um, back to the individual and uh, just the an introspective look on people trying to achieve something. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think is the biggest uh, just killer for, um, you know, goals and just like uh you know, if you're trying to achieve something, what, what's the
1: biggest killer of those dreams? Time. I think time is the ultimate killer of everything. Uh, because there's never enough. And you can't make more of it. And you can't buy more of it. And you can't create more. And I, I know I just said that. But mm-hmm. uh, time is the ultimate killer. Mm-hmm. Um, because it can also kill all of your motivation if too much time goes by and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, if a lot happens and then... It just goes flat and plateaus out. Time will kill that too. Um, But time is ultimately the killer of most goals. Um, Because at some point, if you don't reach that goal and enough time has passed, you don't want to achieve that goal. You leave it and create another goal. Okay. And a lot of people do that. It's the same thing with New Year's resolutions, right? Everyone says, oh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Yeah. January and February are the highest points in the fitness industry. Why? Because everyone's New Year's resolution is to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Well, why doesn't it stay consistent through the year it's because so much time has gone by and they haven't seen the results they want they get discouraged yeah time is the ultimate killer ultimate killer of goals yeah
0: yeah i, th- I think yeah it, i'd agree w- in in that aspect i think that also um i think people view time as this limited space but i think that there is an abundance of time as far as extended years right now mm-hmm. certain goals are time-based right if Correct. um let's say uh you know you have to be a certain age to uh, attain a certain goal i'm, I'm blanking on a perfect so say, example say like
1: uh, make six figures by the time you're 30 something like that yeah right? yeah so uh that has a goal with a timer on it
0: Right. Yeah. But you can make those six figures afterwards. But, yeah. like, we're just for the sake of these, the example, like, 30 is like the cutoff. Like, you can't do a um, athlete, professional athlete. Okay. Like, yes, yes, yes. You can't you be 60 and be a professional athlete. Yeah. Oh, you can't be a certain professional athlete. Yeah, you're you can't play a you're not playing basketball when you're 50, in other words. Correct. 50 or 60. Yes. Right? There we go. Yeah, That's a perfect example. So, um, those are things like, yes, time will kill those dreams. But also, I think. People need to have their mind open to the fact that, like, hey, this doesn't have to take two years for me to make be a millionaire. You right. know? I'm starting at zero. It's not gonna take me two years to be a millionaire. If it takes me 25 years, like, at some I'm,
1: point you will get there. Yeah, if but, you're but dedicated. If, yeah,
0: and if every day you were doing that, you, you'd be surprised and be like, oh damn! Like I made a million in 10 years of, of oh, I was yeah. just working at it and just oh, yeah. uh, going day by day. So yeah, so yeah, it can be biggest killer, but also. I think in the back of people's mind, they should be aware that, like, hey, time can be just a construct in your mind that, like, hey, you can be 50 and still realize these goals. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, I think you're right. You're very, very right in that aspect because though time is the killer, right, you can also, if you're using it efficiently, right, you're Mm -hmm. not wasting your time. You will achieve those goals and thus it won't kill your goals. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what you were trying to say, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's where the back of your mind, even if you did... Like just wait, like oh man, like I've been trying to lose ten pounds for ten years. Like, yeah, you can still do it. Like, yeah. you just need to. You, you know, just apply need to be yourself. consistent. You just haven't started yet. Exactly. So yeah, yeah um, for sure, that's pretty good. So um, I would say the biggest killer, for in my opinion, of is and... yeah, it would be uh, it would be self doubt. Self doubt. Ooh, that's a good one. I think that people get so far, uh, you know, involved in their head and introspective and saying mm. like, oh you know, they get that imposter syndrome where, okay. um, they have the fear of acting, you know, like either they're a fraud or they're not good enough or, um, they just, they fail to take that first step because they know if I do take this first step and somebody may see me like outside of like my realm up here, may see me and like want me to fail. Mm. And if I do, then I lose face. Yeah. So, um,
1: so, so the question is, is how do you beat that? How do you beat self-doubt?
0: Self-doubt. Like, like it's it's got to be your target needs to be so important to you that you cannot live without it. So like if you just want to be, you know, an artist or something like that, like you want to be a musician, something like that. You can't just, all right, you know, like I'm going to you know, practice a couple minutes a day. Like mm-hmm. you have to be so committed that you're waking up, you eat, sleep, drink, like all that stuff is just music all day, every day. Right. And you're willing to offset what other other people think. Your parents, your, uh, your peers, your friends. Yep. You know, all that stuff that you think is cool. Yeah.
1: Or what matters.
0: Yeah. Especially in your 20s. Like, you're yeah. just like, you're so wrapped up in, or even high school. You're so wrapped up in what other people think. Oh, and yeah. then in your 30s, you're just like, I don't give a fuck about these people. Like, yep. yeah, they may... Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, but like what I do every day, Yeah. like I could have been doing that for the 10 years. I could have been living the life that I was dreaming of, but I just wasted all this time. And oh, yeah. now like it doesn't matter. Uh, I just had this head change. It's all about mentality. Oh yeah. Got to be focused on the goal, head down, gotta have stop to, looking up. Yeah. you got to be, need can't that drive. be looking around. Yeah. You got to have that drive, mm-hmm. the drive
1: and ambition. Uh I think the other addition to what you're saying is um self-belief. You gotta believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You gotta have confidence in yourself. Fuck what everyone else is saying. Forget what everyone else is thinking about you. What they think of you, um, and believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself and you believe what in yourself to be true, there is nothing that will stop you. You have to believe in yourself to take that first step to be consistent
0: and do it for yourself. And do it for yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't be. I want this goal because other people think it's cool. Like it has to be important to you. Exactly. You know, like, you know, exactly. Yeah.
1: So I used to, in high school, I used to think like that. I didn't care what people thought. I was the weird funky kid that, or the evening kid that wore like random shit. And even in grad school, like even now I still wear neon colored tennis shoes. People think it's weird. And I wear compression gear and shorts all day, mm-hmm. uh, and people think it's strange. I'm like, no, it's comfortable, and I don't care what you think. I I'm comfortable. I'm mm-hmm. gonna wear this because I look good, and I feel comfortable, and I feel comfortable with my skin, and I'm gonna go do it. Yeah, straight
0: up maverick right here, you know. And you right know, now, I,
1: I'm in joggers, a cardigan, and a tee And I have my yellow tennis shoes downstairs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <On, laughs> <Don't honestly, care. laughs> i like, honestly, that's 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 your style too. Yeah. Like it's it's trademark. Like you you come in with bright shoes. If you don't, I'm just like. Feeling this okay. <laughs> yeah. are you, are you, are you feeling okay? Like, you know, like what happened? You break like, up your girlfriend you know like, funny
1: uh, at Cyber Coders. I actually did that one day, and my boss looked at me like, dude, are you feeling okay? I'm like, Yeah, yeah I'm fine, why? He's like, Where's your shoes? I'm like, Oh, they and they weren't at the door. I just put on the first pair next to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, like,
0: it's that type of stuff where I mean that's your that's what makes you unique, right? Like, I yeah. mean, some people go a little bit more in the peacock mode and that's that's what they style. absolutely yeah as long as it's not basic as fuck you know like i can respect it (laughs) exactly all
1: right so for 2020 what do you say to people who want to find motivation motivation what is your idea to motivate yourself in 2020 and how can you help your fellow man or woman to be motivated in this year
0: sure yeah so motivation uh just to clear the record um getting the definition of motivation motivation to me is just the kindling that will start a fire but the only thing about motivation is it's so small and anything can blow it out it could be like change the weather the winds you know the rain just meaning outside effects like somebody says like oh you you know you're fat you can't lose weight and just like out like motivation has to start somewhere where it's like You know, it could be someone's like, hey, you're fat. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's motivating me to go to the gym. Now, where are you gonna go from there? You have to have the momentum, the self-discipline. That's what that's what creates self-belief. That constant and consistent action towards your goal Mm -hmm. that allows you to achieve something great. Preach. And, And success is not you know quantified in how much money you have. Uh, or anything like material that you have it is the fact that you are better than the person that you were before yep. whether that's getting up going to the gym or you're getting up for work and actually putting in you know into your business or you're reading that book that you need to develop that skill for that uh, you know that new class that you're taking all that stuff makes you successful and the one thing that allows all that to work mm-hmm. is that just that constant work and that's just... That's the driver. It's just like... It's a snowball effect. Because mm-hmm. you're getting up and you're just like... No. This is what I have to do. It's not something I want to do. Like... I don't want to kill myself today. And like... Yeah. I want to... You know... Fuck off and all these guys going to Disneyland. I want to go to Disneyland. But no... Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> it's so annoying.
1: <laughs> you know... But, one of them motherfuckers are traveling and going to Disneyland. And I'm fucking sitting at home right now. Working yeah. my ass off.
0: But it's that deferred gratification which... A lot of us in our generation don't know about yeah. is because we're so instant gratification all the time. But it's that delayed gratification where we're like, no, I get my stuff done. And if I have enough time, I can go to Disneyland.
1: Because you can do both. Yeah, oh yes. You oh can. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh yes. But if you get your work done and go, like, you're going to feel a hell of a lot better than if you just went to Disneyland, came back, and then... You still work to do. Because that snowballs too. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, being complacent. When you're feeling stuck, like that's where you are. You just need to start. You need to move forward, and that's that's really what it is. Start that that constant action gives you the confidence to keep going, right. and it'll give you the even then it gives you the knowledge to keep going because, like you know what what um, it's, I don't know. You just have this like sixth sense where it's like, all right, I started. Okay, I'm starting to get no ideas how to navigate this, even though when I started, I had no idea how to attack it. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, that's, okay, uh, for sure. that's my advice. <laughs> <laughs> I was long-winded.
1: It was, but it was really complete. So I'm like, I'm trying to think what can I add to it because it covers a lot of what I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> um, but I'll go back to what, what I was saying before, self-belief. If you believe in yourself and, and you set your goal and just say, hey, uh, how do I get there? Mm. How badly do I want it? Do I really want it? And you have to know what you want. If you know what you want, go get it. Mm-hmm. If it's right in front of you, go get it. Yep. Ain't gonna get. It's not gonna come to you. Get your ass up. Go get it. Work hard every day, consistently. Show everyone that you're not just wasting time. That you're not just fucking around doing shit. Go go get it. And for the guy that says, "Oh, you're fat." Go drop ten pounds in a month or whatever long it takes, and go back to that same asshole. Make look at me now.
0: Exactly. And
1: to me, that is the greatest feeling. Oh, it's the, I've had two moments in my life where I felt like that. And I won't say those moments because they're a little personal, but they were the greatest freaking moments in my entire life. It was a magical moment. I like love those moments where I outdid everyone who like doubted me in life mm-hmm. in those two years or three years. Those are the sweetest moments oh. and you can go
0: back and just like, look at me now. Better <laughs> than any, now. better oh. than the best <laughs> meal or any kind
1: of food thing I've ever had in my life better than all of that. Better than sex almost. 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 <laughs> but it was it's indescribably incredible. It's basically like having sex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, like I, I wanna argue but like I can't. It, it, it's, it's, it, it, is,
0: it is that nice. Because it, it's,
1: it's the payoff. It's an amazing feeling. Um and I know people are like, oh well that's kind of vindictive to say like, oh I'm doing it just to outdo that other person. If that other person is your inner self, that's not a bad thing. You're just trying to beat the person that you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's what I'm trying to do. That's before I was a little vindictive. I'd be like, oh, you know, I see these people and their success. I'm going to beat them. I'm going to go in there, do the same thing. And I'm going to beat them. I'm going to do better. I'm going to score better. And I'm going to just overall do better. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, I was young and I was immature. And it was, to be honest, I think that's childish. Mm -hmm. But to look within oneself and say, I'm going to beat the guy I was last year. Mm -hmm. 2019, I'm going to beat that Yash. I'm going to do work twice as hard. I'm going to work twice as fast. And I'm going to work twice as better. And I know that sounds silly, that last part. But (laughs) I will be better. Yes. And there is no try. There is only do. Quoting Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. Just do it.
0: Just do it. Do it. (laughs) Just do it. (laughs) My Shia LaBeouf uh, impression right there. (laughs)
1: Actually, I actually had a friend uh, in Halloween he did that as his like, Halloween costume he like brought the green, the green screen, screen and everything it <laughs> was the funniest shit ever wow oh man that was a great Halloween yeah <laughs> I, I'd say that's, that's pretty that's Dude, pretty Dude, he, ha- he memorized the entire like dialect of the video and he did it word for word it was awesome wow it was really impressive
0: man your parties man it was fun when you gonna invite me to one of them I know right <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, listeners, I hope you got some value out of this. Uh, If you're feeling stuck um, or anything that you want to accomplish, uh, really just start, uh, you know, you already know what the first step is. Now, after that, everything else is just going to come easy, easier and easier for you. Now you're going to come to obstacles and challenges, but just work through all of them, Uh, seek out help, a mentor. And that's one of the biggest things as well. Uh, One of the best ways to just solidify something that you've learned is like first you have a mentor to teach you it, have a mm-hmm. peer that you can actually bounce ideas off of that's at your level mm-hmm. and then teach it to somebody that's actually, um, you know, coming up after you. So, you know, your intern, your protege, your apprentice. oh yeah. Um, and that's, that really solidifies all that stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. just, just start and do the work.
1: The other thing i like to add, uh, with your peer, in addition to just bouncing ideas off of, you can talk to them about the different uh, kind of circumstances or whatever you're dealing with that's causing you a little riff or stress whatever because they might be going through something very similar mm-hmm. and they will be able to empathize with you because they have that shared experience yes. so definitely talk to them Josh and I do that all the time it helps us out a lot uh, we manage our stress levels very well because of that kind of stuff Josh quotes this as his quote unquote therapy session which tend to be very true for both of us not just him better than sex wait what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, But listeners, we are here for you. You know, if you ever wanted to talk, you know, Josh and I will always have a ear open for you guys. But always believe in yourself. Always believe you can do better. Always believe that you have it in yourself to do better. Because you do. You just have to realize it.
0: Yeah, so uh, that's about it. Uh, one more thing before we go. Uh, check out the best self journal. That's one of the tools that I use in order to uh, just, you know, accomplish all the goals. Uh, my next three months, I have three goals that I'm going to attack. Hope you guys can be focused, laser focused like I am. Uh, check the link in the description for a link directly to that journal. And uh, we are out. he's out. It's not true. Open
1: your mind. my inner machinations of my mind are an enigma.
0: Thanks again, listener, for tuning into the podcast. We do appreciate any comments or feedback on any sort of channels where you're listening to the podcast right now. Actually, this is...